Integrity is doing the right thing even if we don't feel like it and even if nobody's watching. You are going to hit these rules so hard, so often, they're going to be able to literally finish your sentences when it comes to knowing your expectations for their behavior in your classroom. Your choice to begin and continue working in education should not be taken lightly. But how do you manage it all while keeping that fire burning bright so you can show up in your classroom and in life as your best self every day? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to the Burned In Teacher Podcast. I'm Amber Harper, classroom teacher, author of Hacking Teacher Burnout, and with more and more teachers quitting the profession or accepting hashtag teacher misery as their forever reality, I step in as your teacher burnout coach to help you take your next best steps to creating a happier and more fulfilled career and life. Now, let's take one more step forward and out of burnout together so we can burn on, shall we? Let's go. Are you getting ready to start a new school year or has your year already started and you already feel like you're repeating yourself over and over and over again? Or do you feel like you've gone over the rules of your classroom yet most students or some students still aren't respecting them? Or do you wonder how in the world you are going to be able to teach amidst all of the distractions and disruptions that are happening daily in your classroom? If so, this episode is for you. This is episode one in a three-part series here on the Burned In Teacher podcast, all about how to manage our classrooms as effectively and simply as possible, because if we don't manage our students and our classrooms first, we can't teach, period. So in this episode, I'm going to teach you three rules you need in your classroom that will simplify your life and the student's understanding of what you expect of them every single day. I'm going to teach you how to introduce them. And stick around until the end because I'm going to teach you two bonus rules that changed everything for me in my classroom when I introduced them. I remember back to my first few years of teaching back in 2006 and 2007. I went over my rules and expectations once and that seemed to be enough. And I was even a first grade teacher. I never dealt with backtalk or students distracting one another on purpose during my instruction or disrespectful behavior when students were either engaging with me or with each other. But things have changed so, so much. And now going into my 15th year of teaching, I have learned so much in the last few years about what works and what doesn't work. And I'm not going to talk in this episode about all of the different behaviors that I have seen or maybe you have seen in your classroom. I have a two-part series episode where I went over the disrespectful, disruptive, and defiant behaviors that I was seeing in my classroom and ways that I was beginning to start to shift the way that I was looking at these behaviors and how I was responding and becoming proactive about them. The first episode is episode 129. You can access that episode here. And that is all about introducing those behaviors that I was seeing. And I kind of lay out very vaguely Uh, what it is that I'm going to talk to you about today. But if you're interested in episode 129 or episode 130, which you can access here, um, that also goes into deeper strategies that I've used in different subjects that I'm teaching throughout the day. I will also have the links to episode 129 and 130 
in the show notes. So let's dive right into the one of the easiest ways that I began to turn things around um, in my classroom when I started to deal with disrespectful um, behavior, disruptions, and defiant behavior in my classroom. So here are the first three rules that you are going to introduce to your students immediately. And I have to say, although some of you have already started school and maybe some of you are getting ready to have your first day, these rules can be implemented any time. I, of course, suggest that day one, hour one of your of your school year, these are introduced. But if you're just now hearing this episode or watching this video for the first time, you can introduce these and start over, just do a total reset with these three rules whenever you need, okay? The first rule is be respectful. Rule number two, be responsible. And rule number three, be safe. Now, if you've heard these rules before and you're rolling your eyes and you're saying like, Amber, I've tried these. They didn't work. Stick around because I'm going to share with you some new perspectives on how to implement these rules in ways that maybe you've never thought of. And in an upcoming episode, I'm going to be building off of these. Okay. Remember, this is episode one in a three-part series, and I'm going to be talking about how we can manage our classrooms better. So I want you to stick around. Let's start with be respectful first. So most students, especially young ones like who I work with in kindergarten, they don't know what being respectful or what being disrespectful means. So we're going to focus a lot of time and energy on all of these rules, helping them to understand what each of these rules looks like and sounds like. And you are not asking their opinions first. You know, I'm all about getting student feedback and input, and that will come. But when you are first introducing these rules and expectations for their behavior in your space, in your classroom, you are going to be very explicit about your expectations and what it looks like to be respectful, be responsible, and be safe. So if you're wondering, what the heck do I teach them how respect sounds and what it looks like? Well, don't worry, I've got you. So here is what you're going to tell the students. And of course, you can add, subtract, or um, adjust any of these to match your needs. I'm going to go through these kind of quickly. And also, don't worry, I'm going to include these in the show notes as well. When a teacher asks you to do something, do it. When a teacher asks you to stop doing something, stop doing it. When you're asked to clean up, you clean up right away and you help others if they need it. When a teacher is talking, your lips are together, your hands are in your lap, and you are sitting crisscross applesauce with your eyes on the teacher. We call that whole body listening. Keep your hands to yourself and stay in your own personal space. And if someone is in your personal space or if someone is doing something that you don't want them to do, use your words. Please stop. You're in my personal space. Please stop. I don't like that. Or can you please help me? And if I go back just a second here, whenever I teach them how to advocate for themselves in their personal space, I actually teach them to hold their hand up or a finger up and say, please stop. You're in my personal space. Please stop. I don't like that. And I teach them as part of being respectful is use your manners and say, please, thank you, excuse me, and I'm sorry. So for day one, this is it. Then you will go through each of these and act them out. And you will not show the wrong way to do this. I know I was taught that when you're teaching expectations for certain things, that you should teach the right way and the wrong way. However, I feel like 
things have even shifted in a way where it becomes kind of a joke if we teach the wrong way to do it, especially whenever we are new to the kids. You know, I'm all about being friendly and pleasant and smiling and loving and showing caring, you know, and compassion to our students right away. But I am not going to show that goofy side of me quite yet. And I know when we're showing the wrong way to do things, sometimes it can get very goofy and out of control and chaos can ensue. So in my opinion, and you can do whatever you want, I would not have them show the wrong way. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm getting a little ahead of myself because we're going to go through specifically what this looks like to implement here in a little bit. All right. Then you're going to do the same thing either right away or later in the day for be responsible. So here's what it looks like and sounds like, in my opinion, to be a responsible citizen. When you get something out, you put it away. Be careful with pencils, erasers, and other classroom materials. Do not break things on purpose. Push in your chair when you get up. Your body is your responsibility. If someone is doing something you don't like, ask them to stop. Again, your body is your responsibility. If someone asks you to stop doing something, it is your responsibility to stop. This is one of my favorites. Use a calm, kind, caring voice when speaking to other students and your teacher. And lastly, be kind. Smile at others. Say hello when when they say hello to you. Be friendly and helpful with your actions and your words. And then, of course, you do the same thing for be safe. We've got some sub rules here. No running in school ever. No throwing things ever. Always stay in your class and never leave the classroom without asking the teacher first. Keep your hands to yourself. No hitting, kicking, or touching others without their permission. Use a Kleenex to blow and wipe your nose and use one pump of hand sanitizer after you're done. Cough or sneeze in your elbow. Don't cough or sneeze in the open air. And if you see something that is unsafe or makes you feel unsafe, say something to a trusted adult. So I'm going to have all these rules in the show notes, as I mentioned. So if you're taking rapid fire notes or overwhelmed and wondering like how you're going to remember all these, don't worry, I got you. We're going to have these in the show notes for you. And whether or not you've heard these before, here's where we're going to take this to a different level. You will talk about these expectations and these rules every single day. And I mean every single day, all year from day one to day 180. And you might be wondering, Amber, how in the world is it possible to make time to talk about these rules and expectations every single day? Well, and then in next week's episode, I'm going to tell you how, okay? So for right now, I want you to simply devise a plan and work these rules into these first few days, you know, whether it's the first few days of school or the first few days that you're implementing these rules, okay? Now, I told you that I was going to give you two bonus rules that will change everything for some of you. So here they are. Rule number four could be be kind. Now, I already alluded to the fact that being responsible also means that you need to be kind. And you will notice the more that you talk about these with your students that they do intertwine, all right? And I'm going to go into that here in just a a second. Um, And the fifth rule is be patient. Ugh. This one is probably, it's hard for me to pick a favorite rule (laughs) because all of them have their place, but being patient is something that students just don't, like especially young students can't wrap their head around. When you tell them to be patient, they have no idea what that means. So these are two rules that I knew right away when I started teaching kindergarten that I was going to need 
to really dive deeply into first and really hit hard. And I know that you see that too. So when you introduce be kind, kindness looks like and sounds like using a calm, kind, caring voice and body with your teachers and your class, your classmates. Use helpful words, not hurtful ones. Look for ways that you can help others, not hurt them. Smile, say hi, give compliments. And if you have unkind thoughts, keep those in your brain. And finally, this is what it looks like and sounds like to be patient in my classroom. Take deep breaths, hug yourself, keep your lips together and wait your turn. Now I'm going to back up for a second because not only am I teaching them what these five integrity traits look like and sound like, I am going to make it so predictable that when they hear me start these sentences, they are going to know how to finish them, okay? So if I start the sentence, respect is, they should know this statement so well that they can say it with me without me even having to say it with them, okay? Respect is showing everyone and everything that we want them to do and be their best. And even kindergartners can do this. Responsibility is taking care of everything we see and touch. Safety is protecting ourselves and others from harm. Kindness is acting caring and friendly, even if we aren't friends. And patience is waiting without whining or acting crazy. So all of these character traits equal integrity. The students even know what integrity is. They can tell me integrity is doing the right thing even if we don't feel like it and even if nobody's watching. You are going to hit these rules so hard, so often, they're going to be able to literally finish your sentences when it comes to knowing your expectations for their behavior in your classroom. So there you have it. Those are my top five rules that I teach my students day one and continue to review and reinforce throughout the entire school year. So in next week's episode, I'm going to share with you how to teach, review, reinforce these expectations every single day. And I promise you it's not as hard as it sounds. And I want to take this opportunity to let you know that I still have so much to share about the topic of classroom management and how I manage my classroom. So I'm going to be hosting a two-hour workshop all about my step-by-step process that I use each year with my students to set them up for success so I can do my job, teach. This workshop is for K through five teachers, and it's taking place on Tuesday, September 19th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It will be recorded. There will be a replay available for anyone who registers. I'll be going even more in depth about what it looks like and sounds like and how to manage your classroom this year. Plus, I'm going to be teaching you how I handle negative behaviors and consequences when students choose not to follow the expectations that I've set forth for them. Student behavior is a huge reason for teacher burnout, and I hear about it all the time. So if this is something that you're struggling with or you're concerned about, go to burnedinteacher.com slash classroom dash management. And I will lay everything out in a very easy to follow predictable way so that you and your students can create the classroom community that everybody wants and dreams about so much. I'll put all of the links and resources and episodes that I've mentioned in the description and the show notes so you can find them easily. And if you're watching on YouTube, please leave a question in the comments if you have any below. I am always happy to help you guys out 
And if anyone out there is watching or listening, please follow me on Instagram at Burned In Teacher and send me a DM and say hi or ask any questions you have. I love hearing from you. If you've enjoyed this episode and you're watching on YouTube, please give this video a like and subscribe so you don't miss a new video coming your way every single week from the Burned In Teacher podcast. And if you're listening to this episode on any platform you prefer to listen to episodes on, please consider going to Apple iTunes and leaving a rating and review. All of these actions help other struggling teachers to find the podcast and the support that they need. All right, everybody, I'll see you next week. And until then, take a deep breath because you just took another step to becoming a Burned In Teacher. Burn on. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at burnedinteacher. I'm always ready and willing to have a conversation with you about your burnout and ways I can help you to move through it. If you're looking for support in growing through your burnout in ways you never thought possible, check out my online course, Burned In Teacher University at burnedinteacher.com slash course. I'll see you in the next episode. Burn on.